0: Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. There's other Josh over there. And this is Short Stuff. Giddy up down Mexico way, Chuck.
1: Yeah, if you're wondering where Jerry is, she's fine. We just She's out for a couple of weeks, and we happen to be recording a lot those Mm -hmm. couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So in podcast years, it probably feels like Jerry's has been out for months and months. Yeah. Not true. It's not the case. Just
0: two months. No, she's doing great. But really, everyone pray for her. (laughs) <laughs> right. That's pretty good, Chuck. That was very nice. I think Jerry's gonna appreciate this. Probably so. If she ever hears it. Nah, she won't. She probably won't. <laughs> not a chance. So when you were a kid, did you were you aware of the idea of something called Mexican jumping beans? Yes. Okay, so was I. I think probably from like cartoons or something like that. And I'm not sure if I assumed that they actually existed. Did did you think they existed? I don't remember when I first saw them. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> you still never seen them, have you? No, I never have. I've seen them on, on the YouTubes. So that's it.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen them in person at some point, And I don't know if it was just because, you know, you can buy them in little uh, souvenir packs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I saw them when I was a kid or when I. Was an adult and finally went to Mexico. I don't know. But I've seen them before.
0: Well, there was like a glory day in the, um, in the 60s, I think, where you could walk into like a KB toy store in the United States mm-hmm. and find Mexican jumping beans for sale. The golden age of Mexican jumping beans. That's right. But I guess we just kind of spoiled it. If you were, you know, aware of Mexican jumping beans and thought they were just kind of made up like snipe hunting or jackalopes or whatever. Yeah. No, they're actually for real. Chuck can verify that. But the thing about them is they're not actually beans. um, They're seeds. But they do actually move and kind of jump a little bit, move around at least, on their own. And uh, for a while, at first, no one really had any idea what the heck was going on. We just knew that it was kind of cool to watch and a little thrilling, especially before the, the television and even really before radio. This is what people did. They stood around and watched (laughs) beans roll around on their own. Or like ant farms or flea circuses. Yeah.
1: Simpler people. Sure. So they should have just called them Mexican jumping seeds because that's just as good to me. I don't know why the bean made it more marketable
0: necessarily. Maybe because they look like beans? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, they're seeds. They should have just called them that. Uh, hey, ask Joaquin Hernandez, the <laughs> jumping bean king. He could tell you. Oh, we'll get to him. Okay. Uh, but they are seed pods. They're from a plant called the yerba de fleche, or the Sebastiana pavoniana.
0: Very nice. Is that right? You said Latin and Spanish in the same breath. That was really great.
1: <laughs> uh, that means herb of the arrow, which was taken from the fact that uh, the poison from the shrub sap was used sometimes to tip the poison uh, for their arrow tips mm-hmm. from local tribes.
0: Right. I think I looked it up. I think it might be the Yaqui who did that.
1: All right. Well, it's a deciduous shrub. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got leathery leaves. Uh, it's dark green but then turn red in the winter.
0: I bet it's beautiful.
1: It is, I think. Uh, I looked up pictures. It looked nice to me. Okay. <laughs> um, I've <laughs> the never test seen them. Mem- I've never been to the to, to the Rio Mayo
0: I hadn't even heard of it, but it sounds creamy and
1: delicious. (laughs) Well, that's
0: the region where they're found in Sonora and Chihuahua. I can't even get a good laugh out of you with my dad jokes anymore. (laughs) They're that bad. Uh, That one was okay. All right. I wasn't sure if you were serious or not. No. So they grow
1: on these rocky uh, slopes, and uh, back in the 1920s, is when they first started to kind of hit the states. That's when they came stateside mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco, And there was an article in the Chronicle about uh, the little freakish brown seeds right? that just basically delighted people of all ages.
0: Yeah, Mental Floss had a pretty good article on this. Um, it said that these beans cavorted about to the edification and delight of children and grown-ups.
1: Yeah, well, actually, they said seeds. Yeah, they
0: did. They called it seeds correctly, right? Because this was pre-Joaquin Hernandez. Right. So I guess he, I wonder if he really was the one who changed it over to Beans. Who knows? I bet. He's a smart kid. Maybe we should uh, take a break. Okay. I think we're at the halfway point. Sure. All right. Okay, Chuck, enough enough dilly-dallying. Let's get to Joaquin Hernandez, please. Who is he? He is a guy who in the 40s was 12 years old and was aware of Mexican jumping beans, although they weren't called that at the time. He knew they were kind of interesting, but he thought maybe if you marketed these things just right, you could really have like a novelty on your hands. Joke shops will go bonkers for these things. And he was absolutely right. He's like, kids are dumb. Yeah, kids <laughs> like me. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. This guy was 12 years old
1: and he became the uh, literal jumping bean king. Right. Over the following decades, uh, I think Alamos and Sonora, where he lived, is
0: now the uh, capital, the jumping bean capital of the world. hmm. It will probably never give up that title. No, why would it? So um, early on, like people did not know what was going on with these things, they were just delighted by them. Some people were kind of curious, some people had an idea. But there were early theories uh, before it was widely understood, things like um, that there was a a static charge or something like that maybe making them bounce or there was gas trapped inside that was somehow exploding. Uh, Who knows? Uh, it turns out that um botanists and biologists or entomologists I should say figured it out. <laughs> Maybe the L3 Linda Hand. Yeah, they all it was a, a a joint effort. But they um the entomologist that's who I'm going with said, "You know what? You know what's in there? There's a live living moth larvae in there and that is what's making these seeds bounce." That's right. The jumping bean
1: moth uh lays its little eggs in the flower of that plant. And then, of course, the eggs are then in the seeds. Mm-hmm. It starts to rain in the springtime, and that seed develops and matures, and it splits into three little guys. Right. Uh, they fall on the ground, and then those, they don't always, but usually those little smaller parts have the marth, uh, larvae inside. Right. La- larvae, Larvae.
0: Larvae. And that's, you know, they're in there screaming. Help. <laughs> well, they're doing all sorts of things. For one, they're, they're, they they um, burrow or they make their um, their cocoon, I guess, in yeah. the in the, um, the seeds because they eat the seed from the inside out as right. they're kind of going through this metamorphosis into a moth. And if you have uh, Mexican jumping beans, you can get them still. If you have them and you take care of them, you could actually witness the moth emerging from the, the seed eventually. But in the meantime, it's eating the seed from the inside out, which causes movement. Um, and then also... They weave their cocoon. They spin their cocoon inside, and they suspend it from the interior walls of the seed. Mm-hmm. And so, when they move about, their movements are telegraphed through the cocoon and the the silk that's like attached to the seed, which is it creates enough energy or enough force to actually move the uh, the the seed pod.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, where did you get this? Was this some of this from the mental floss
0: article? I uh, know there was a um, there was another thing that I will mention in a second if you will keep uh, talking. Okay, <laughs> I'm not stalling, am I? No, <laughs> no. The cool no. thing
1: that they mention is that if it was just the little larvae inside, it would, in order to move that bean like it moves, it would smush itself if it was just like slam dancing against the walls.
0: That one was all Josh.
1: Oh, that was all you, yeah, all right, well, the fact that it the those silk cables from the cocoon are attached mm-hmm. is what makes it move because uh and then the the example of the whip makes a lot of sense, you know when you use a whip, the whip crack at the end is has way more force than what you're doing with the handle of the whip,
0: right, exactly.
1: it's the same principle, basically,
0: right, right, um, and the uh this the the stuff that I based that on came from Wayne's word. <laughs> I thought you were about to say It's an right. online textbook of natural history. Nice. Yeah, check it out, everybody.
1: Yeah, that's one of the cooler facts of this one. I think the other one that, shot, uh, that stuck out to me, or shot out, like a little uh, jumping bean moth.
0: Are you saying you like the fact that I made up out of whole cloth the <laughs> most? Do. That's your favorite one? It finally happened. Thank you, Chuck.
1: <laughs> the other one I thought was really interesting is you expose these things to heat to get them to jump around, and the... F- they think that that might be a an adaptation basically mm-hmm. that when these beans are out there baking in the hot sun they're like trying to scooch over into a shady spot by making yeah. those movements
0: yeah isn't that
1: amazing that's pretty remarkable
0: it really is so if um if you have mexican jumping beans and you want to make them jump for your friends and they don't actually jump is not quite the right word they move about they kind of shimmy they'll roll tumble that they kind they of really stuff. catch air Exactly. Well put, dude, in a very 80s gleaming the cube way. (laughs) That's right. Um, But to make them really move, you just expose them to heat, put them out in the sun. Mm -hmm. And so they try to move out of the sun. Well, if you can kind of keep them in the sun, they're really going to start moving. The problem is, is this can kill the larvae inside. Yeah, the problem is it's super mean. It really is. So, like, if this happens out in nature, you know, if the the um the the larvae can't move the seed pod to a shady spot and actually dehydrates and dies from the heat, that's that's circle of life kind of stuff, right?
1: Yeah, but if you believe that every living thing uh, deserves respect and yes. to be treated well, right, then do not give these to your children.
0: No, because if you do kill them and it's just for humans' amusement, that is, that's a little mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, just think of the kid where this bean, if the adaptation theory is correct, is desperately trying to get to shade, and little Timmy keeps just shoving it right
0: back in the sun with with a magnifying glass on it. It makes you want to shove little Timmy. That's right. (laughs) As if he were the kind of kid who would squish a ladybug or something. Oh, good point. So, um, there are people who say, hey, you can keep these things as pets if you want, everybody. In fact, there's a website called jbean.com. Okay? And jbean.com says you can keep them, carry them around in your pocket, and the body heat will make them wiggle. If you actually want to let them um, uh, actually come to fruition, you want to keep them in a cool place so yes. that they don't have to wiggle. They can use their energy for eating. Um, but you want to keep them wet so you mist them once a week. And eventually, if you take care of them, you can see a, a moth come out sometimes. Amazing. It is amazing. Mexican jumping beans are chuck. Amazing. That's right. <laughs> Well, that's it. You got anything else? I got nothing else. I don't either. So this is short stuff. Adios.
1: Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.